Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Hey, on today's show, we're going to explore a new way to get found in search on LinkedIn. Also, new tools that make LinkedIn profiles more effective as a marketing tool, because sometimes it feels like pages get the good stuff. And LinkedIn's top updates from 2022, as well as the biggest opportunities for marketers using LinkedIn in 2023, all coming up on today's show. My name is Jerry Potter. Yes, it rhymes with the boy wizard, host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, a presentation of Social Media Examiner. We break down the latest social media news and what it means for marketers like you. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Today, I am joined by Judy Fox. Judy's a LinkedIn strategist, and her course is called the LinkedIn Business Accelerator Program. Welcome back to the show, Judy. Good to have you here. Excited to be here. <laughs> so this feature they're calling LinkedIn Commitments, I really thought was the most fascinating story of the week. Tell us a little bit about that and what that is. We've talked about how people live and want to see more companies' values, especially when they're joining jobs and trying to navigate the job search market or trying to maybe even make brand collaborations. We understand how important living your message and commitments align with brand relationships that you build. So yes, the ability to create commitments. I think we have diversity, equity, inclusion, career growth and learning, work-life balance, social impact, environmental sustainability, and they can be featured prominently on the about section of your company page instead of being kind of where they were before, which was underneath the life tab. So putting them front and center and making what you focus on is what is important. So therefore making them more important. And am I hearing correctly, there are specific ones that you can choose. You can't write your own. Yes, that I'm aware of. In my head, I always think the next step would be allowing companies and brands to write their own. But yes, for right now, I think they are what you choose. And yeah, I mean, there's list. been numerous surveys where uh, somebody will work at a company with a lower salary because their values are aligned and things like that. And so Correct. I do love that they're doing this. I do wonder when it's just a checklist, at what point do they just become like I call them wallpaper words, like nobody notices them after a while. 
you know, because it's like if you go, you apply to work at a company and they're like, oh, yeah, work-life balance is really important. And very rarely do I think employers say, oh, we do not get a life. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not even going to be an option. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And then I know that you've been talking about this and we've been talking about this for months, but product pages where you can actually have a specific page for a product that you sell is now supposed to be available to everybody. Have you seen these getting used this year as they've been testing? I haven't. I think they still have an approval process in place that I've experienced for myself and for my clients. And I haven't seen them roll out in more of a broad, yes, we're going to say yes to anything you give to us. So I'm still waiting. I guess there's still hope for 2023 for everyone to just maybe they smooth out their approval process. Maybe they have a bit of, if you have creator mode turned on, if you have something turned on for your profile on your business page, maybe there's something they'll roll out Mm -hmm. that gives us the ability to show up in a way that allows them to make that approval process easier. Yeah. So it's been difficult to get approved, it sounds like. And I mean, I'm excited about this feature because you can get found in search for your product because we all have brand names, but it's solutions that people are generally looking for. And then my understanding is they're even improving the SEO. And then as I've heard you share many times, like LinkedIn.com just as a domain has really high ranking in Google. So that makes me wonder if eventually these product pages could far outrank, you know, something that especially a small business could create on their own. Yes. And when you see some of the product pages that have been approved and they are out there, I really like how they're attached to groups. So you could build a product that is linked to a support group that talks about that product, that talks about what um, new feature rolled out this year. Or, you know, you're having all these community conversations. I'll point out something like Canva has a product page. And so Mm -hmm. you're able to actually have a community conversation underneath that group. And it's really great. So I'm just hoping, crossing our fingers, that the approval process is faster and is less maybe restrictive, that they really open it up very wide. Because what someone might define as a product in a community is not always the same as what LinkedIn might. And so I think that it's up to that community to decide that that should exist as a product on LinkedIn. That's my opinion there. <laughs> well, and and if LinkedIn Live is any indication, they're not fast to roll things out. But I think the announcements for product pages have been around since March, maybe, or even earlier than that this year. So yes, yeah, maybe it'll be 2023. Cross, I keep crossing my fingers. That's, yeah. <laughs> I will say that's one of my favorite potential features, but it's just not rolled out. So I don't want anyone to get so excited that they get their, their hopes dashed when they don't get approved. We're talking about the latest updates for LinkedIn, as well as the biggest opportunities on LinkedIn in 2023. And of course, you know, we'll be talking about LinkedIn at Social Media Marketing World. Give yourself the gift of confidence in 2023. You can discover the latest social media marketing tactics and strategies and participate in the hands-on workshops from leading experts, whether you choose all access or on demand. If it's not a place where you can travel, you can get that on-demand ticket. You'll have recordings of every session, keynote and workshop. Go to socialmediamarketing.world to your ticket today and get ahead of your 2023 goals. So one of the things that can be time consuming on LinkedIn is managing your inbox if you happen to do a lot of messaging and networking in that way, I think especially for companies. But now there's this new tool they've rolled out called Focused Inbox. Tell us a bit about that and how you're using that. Well, first of all, thank you to LinkedIn for listening to one of the biggest demands, which is, hey, we want more ways to manage our inbox, our direct message experience. First of all, I think it's a powerful indication that they're creating a new folder 
the idea that I always look for the future is that makes it clear they could maybe even build out other folders. So I want you to maybe think through that. Right now, it's giving you two columns of ability to put conversations where you really do want to make sure you see them. And you can put conversations that maybe some people would consider either spam or salesy or something else. You can move those. And LinkedIn is saying in their rollout that it will get smarter. Again, I have only used it for a couple. I've only really played with it for a couple of weeks. So I would say they're still kind of rolling it out and giving access to people. So So, I think it's a good indication. Yeah, for now, it's just kind of guessing and it's not very smart yet, it sounds like. But it is, I mean, even if you're doing it manually, the ability to go, all right, these are my hot leads. These are the people I need to follow up with or even customer service or anything like that. It sure beats just leaving messages unread, which was kind of, you know, what we had to do with that uh, before. And I really do like the experience of scrolling an inbox where I recognize everybody. And I think that alone. My people. Exactly. (laughs) So imagine putting conversations in the other folder where you're like saying to yourself, I don't really know what this person wants or who they are. And I think that's okay to use it that way. At a minimum, keep what I call your favorites, people you literally know, either in real life or you've gone back and forth online, because I do think navigating brand new conversations takes a different mindset. So put them, I no offense to new conversations, but maybe that's the other folder. Yeah. Well, everybody gets to use it the way that they want. And, Correct. you know, speaking of um, <laughs> spammy messages, another thing that LinkedIn is rolling out is a new tool to kind of be able to help us be able to tell if an account is fake or what are we going to be able to see when we check out a profile that we didn't have before? Again, they're rolling this out. So the idea that they can see when and about and when the profile was created, did I get Mm. that correct? Like, I want to make sure because I can open up that tab right here. But it is the ability to see and for LinkedIn to start acknowledging that there are AI generated accounts potentially out there and they want to tackle that. And they're basically announcing that they want to ensure that you as a consumer can see what accounts are legit. And so it's going to give you a date. I don't know if that's going to be a just recently updated date in your about Uh, section. I'm going to have to open up Jerry to see how recently he updated his profile. (laughs) Well, I shared Um, your post today. Oh, nice. I I think that counts. Yeah. And it's, (laughs) you'll be able to see, I think the big one is being able to see when somebody created the account. Cause I know on other social networks, you know, you'll get a message or whatever, and it'll show, Hey, this, (laughs) this account was created 18 minutes ago. And it's like, Okay, I'm going to assume that wasn't they weren't like, oh, man, I got to get online and create a new profile so I can message Jerry my spammy message. So I like that they're doing that just to bring a little bit more transparency with it. Just real quick, the group identity business to business targeting. Now that should be fully rolled out. This is another one of those things that has kind of been rolling out all year. But now you can use attributes that they know about LinkedIn, first party data that they know about LinkedIn based on what groups people are in. So if you do run paid ads, that's a tool that you should have now if you've kind of been waiting for it. And another update, which I know is one of Judy's favorites, is the person and page link stickers that they are giving us in post. So first, can you kind of just walk us through how these work? Because it's a little different than it is on other platforms that people might be familiar with. Yeah, so LinkedIn rolled out the ability to put three types of links on top of images, videos, GIFs. I love it. So the number one thing is you can create a link with words to drive traffic to an external link. I'll just start with that one. So that's the first thing that they basically rolled out. 
But now they've rolled out a different type of sticker. So they're calling them stickers and they do look like stickers on your images or videos. And what it does, it'll show if Judy and Jerry right now, you take a screenshot of us, (laughs) you can put a sticker on the image that'll say my name and Jerry's name and social media examiner. And you, when you go to tag people in the image, it'll use their logo. It'll put their name and it will stay on the image as a visual sticker and people can click on it to drive traffic right to my profile, Jerry's profile or social media examiner. Yeah, that's neat. And it's so much more what we're used to when we browse websites and things like that. The fact that we haven't been able to put links, like now that LinkedIn's doing this, I think of other social networks. I'm like, hey, come on, how come we can't put links on images and things like that. So can you um, imagine taking a roundup of each of your shows from last year and putting an image associated with each and putting a link to that next to each image? You could literally do your own, hey, here's our top 10 episodes on LinkedIn this past year. Here's our top 10 episodes on Instagram this past year. That can drive traffic. And you can also have a link that drives traffic straight to Social Media Examiner to say to check out all of our shows, click here. It becomes a really visual way instead of just trying to put the text and a linky looking blue line in a text. It creates a visual image that, wow, you can do so much with that. And especially if you're doing long links with, you know, UTM codes, tracking codes, basically at the end of a URL is a nice way to have a nice, clean looking link without mucking up our posts, which is really, really nice. And then um, how excited I get. That one has (laughs) driven the most external links clicking that I've ever had in forever. Just by having it be front and center like that, essentially. Yes. I would say there's a podcast that reached out where I had put that link and they said it drove 300% increase in podcast listeners. Wow. 300%. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And then scheduling is, uh, they're finally rolling this out to LinkedIn and we've been able to schedule with third-party tools. But as I understand, there's some advantages to scheduling directly in LinkedIn, aside from the you allegedly get more reach when you schedule natively on a platform, but some other advantages that you can't do with third-party tools. Is that right? Yes. I think the number one advantage is being able to tag people. So doing these types of links and everything that we just talked about, every new tool that's coming out from LinkedIn, because you're going to be able to use it natively, that way you can use those links, which I don't think you would be able to do if you were doing it on a third-party tool. I don't know of any way that you can do it on a third-party tool. So No, yeah, I can't imagine. And one of the things that uh, they have been rolling out that I've been most excited about, but at the same time a little torn, are these LinkedIn newsletters. And they're basically saying you can build a subscriber base on LinkedIn, and then when you publish a new article, people get a notification and things like that, which is great. But if you're also building an email database and you know things like that. We're always trying to choose where to use our time. But with these company page newsletters, they are adding more and more features. And I got to be honest, it's getting more and more tempting. I love LinkedIn newsletters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, they're an ecosystem in and of themselves. Because for example, when you build it out as a resource, if you create some type of how-to or five ways to do something, at the bottom, you're able to say, hey, if you need help implementing this or however your business runs, maybe you have a YouTube video, maybe you have some other, you have a podcast, you can embed the content right there. And it's going, like you said, it's going to go out to their email. LinkedIn's going to push it out on their platform and they're going to push it out on Google. So in my head, I get access to three 
different ways to get my content out there. And it's going to last for years. I have content that still drives traffic for me from newsletters and it's lasted well over two years. It still wow. continues to get conversation and drive traffic and business. Is it true on LinkedIn that if somebody comments on an older piece of content, it usually will just kind of bump it back up and become super relevant again? Again, because it's being pushed out on Google, yes, I definitely think it is resurfacing it again. And it's also causing people to just convert through however you've built your newsletter to convert. You should never end your newsletter with like, thanks, <laughs> just nothing. <laughs> At a minimum, I should turn around and see everyone's newsletter driving traffic to get more subscribers or, you know, it's just like a any video that you might film at the end of the video, you're going to say, thank you so much for joining us today and be sure to, that's the same that you need to close your newsletter with. What is your be sure to? Be sure to follow, subscribe, uh, comment, engage. If you do that on every single newsletter, you're going to drive real results and get more subscribers. I love that you mentioned Google too, because yeah, LinkedIn does have really good domain authority when it comes in search. Sometimes if you search for somebody's name, or any company, you know, their LinkedIn profile or page will almost always come up on page one of Google. And they are adding a couple more tools for articles on LinkedIn now where I guess you can have a separate SEO title versus your regular title for search. And you can add tags and different things like that to potentially improve it even more, which is kind of exciting to see. And another thing is one of the big things that LinkedIn has done the last couple of years is come up with this creator mode, as they call it, but essentially it makes profiles you know, and for people like you and I that use profiles, you know, to market more than company page, all kinds of incredible tools to do a lot of things. And, you know, I see you doing amazing things all the time. They've added a couple of new features because they keep adding on to this. So what are we able to do now with a creator profile on LinkedIn? Ooh, all the ways you can do the creator profile. <laughs> so first of all, the creator profile is kind of in my head, similar things are being rolled out on company pages and on personal profiles. So some of the first things I'm going to say is when you turn on that creator profile, it gives you a bell feature that will be on your profile so people can follow you. It's primary follow instead of connect now. And even if people try to connect with you, they're still going to be following you. I think that's really cool that LinkedIn is adding that feature. And the new bell on your feature, on your personal profile, the bell has now rolled out to company pages. What that means is you can see all the content coming out from that creator. So LinkedIn creating this creator mindset first is really in my head doing a benefit for both personal profiles and the company page profiles, literally making sure I get a newsfeed or a visibility to content that's coming out from these brands and businesses and individual profiles. The other features that have rolled out are immediate access to newsletters before not everyone had access, immediate access to audio events. What is it? There's a follower link now that you can send out to your audience. So for example, if I just said to Jerry, hey, follow me on LinkedIn, I get a unique URL that LinkedIn has generated to actually give a follow button to Jerry to say, hey, follow me. But I think he's already following. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting too, because some of the analytics are getting better and better where you can see uh, yes. your top performing. You're posts. like, Judy, talk about that. <laughs> well, you, Judy told me this story before we came on. And I'm like, that's all right. We're building up to it, right? We just did, it was the opening act of the creator profile and now the headliner. <laughs> but you've been using this top performing posts feature that is rolling out for creators as well. 
Yeah, so LinkedIn has invested a lot more into the creator mode to give you more analytics. So again, both happening on both company page and on personal profile. I've only seen it roll out to my personal profile where I am able to see my top 10 and posts from last year in 365. So I can look back to see what performed really well. I can see what drove the most followers on what day and what associated with that. So I was actually able to identify not only a top performing post, but which one drove the most followers within one day, which is really good to see because you would want to repeat that and add that to your strategy for next year to make more content that drove the most followers. You would want to repeat your own success. So everyone listening, check out your analytics to see if you're able to see your top performing posts and repeat what performed well. Yeah, because I mean, it's great to get a bunch of comments, but if your main goal is growth and that's not something that we always have access to. So that's really, really cool to hear. It feels like on this show, they update stuff all the time because we talk about it so frequently, but they are really smart and strategic with things. And so I feel like at the end of every year, it's like, wow, LinkedIn did a lot of really cool stuff this year. So I want to go through and I want to do a quick recap of the biggest updates of 2022 here on LinkedIn. And I think it's good to hear these again from marketers to go, oh, that's right. I didn't take advantage of that. I want to do that now. And then I also want to ask Judy what she thinks the most impactful update was, mm-hmm. the biggest nothing update if there was one, and then <laughs> the biggest opportunity for marketers in 2023. So first, just a, a quick list of the updates. One is the ability to target with group identity, which we announced today has been rolled out to everybody where you can use the groups that people are in to target them. LinkedIn live events where they combined events and lives together. LinkedIn newsletters, as we were talking about today product pages, which it sounds like they're still working on the approval process, but those uh, started this year, improved analytics in a lot of different ways, Uh, new creator mode tools, the subscribe bell, the profile videos, pages being able to reply to profiles now and get notified if people reply back, organic lead gen forms, audio events. This was actually something that Judy reported after visiting LinkedIn in New York back in the summer that, you know, somebody high up at LinkedIn said, hey, you know, we know some of the other social networks don't like links. We're not going to demote your content because you put an external link on there, which was massive. Posting templates, the link stickers on images like we were talking about today, carousel posts, and then uh, native scheduling, which is also just now rolling out. So of all of those, Judy, you're going to have to pick a favorite. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) which do you think was the most impactful update for marketers in 2022? Oh, can I have a top two? Yes, (laughs) because you're the special guest. You can have a top two. Okay, I would pick newsletters. Okay, Newsletters, hands down. The fact that we got access to that because of turning on creator mode, I thank you, LinkedIn, every single day. Love it, love it, love it. I would say that has not just from my experience on my profile, but the companies and brands that I've worked with, they have experienced so much success by having a newsletter on LinkedIn. The second one is the links on images. We talk about LinkedIn has said, just like you said, Jerry, they told me directly, we do not downgrade your content because you have an external link. But what's interesting is when you control the visual image that people want to click on, that's where it really drives the magic of people clicking on that link. They don't really want to click on a link that has a generic visual or something that's a gray dot. They want to click on something that's intriguing or interesting Mm -hmm. or valuable to them. So yeah, anyone that says external links don't work, it's maybe because there's something that's holding it back. So use your own visuals to drive traffic to that link. 
Well, I was going to say the external links too, but I don't want to say the same thing that you did. So I'm going to say, <laughs> and this is kind of coming out of left field, but LinkedIn live events where you can create an event that gets to invite people and then combine it with going live. And, and that's partially based on, you know, being able to do that on Facebook. I've just found that to be so effective. And live video is not the craze that it was, you know, five years ago or whatever it might be, but it is one of the best ways to build deeper connections with people in real time in some cases where, you know, it would take weeks or months to do it in private messages or you occasionally see somebody online or, you know, commenting on their content. So I love that the fact that they combine it with events makes it so much easier to do an impactful live stream, have people show up, promote it ahead of time and things like that. So, all right, the next one, and this is optional because you're the special <laughs> guest, but of <laughs> all of the updates this year, this. <laughs> <laughs> what was the biggest nothing update? Oh, no, not the fox ears for the nothing update. <laughs> I am just, again, crossing my fingers for 2023 for product pages to truly roll out for us to decide that that is a product and it doesn't have to go through the approval process anymore. If they can make it like a toggle button, just like on our personal profiles where they don't have to approve LinkedIn Live, they don't have to approve newsletters anymore. Let's also roll that out to not having to approve product pages. Come on, LinkedIn. <laughs> yes. Okay. I struggle with this one because I think a lot of these were some really neat updates. And then some that I even sort of had on my list of like, maybe that was the biggest nothing. You got me so excited about them today. So I'm like, oh, well, okay. Maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say the in-app scheduling, just because we've had third-party tools mm -hmm. where we could schedule for so long. But then again, today you kind of shared where you can tag people and add link stickers and things like that, which obviously none of the third-party tools have access to. And some of those, I mean, I could see them getting the, you know, tagging a person or a page, but getting the link stickers, I can't imagine is, it just feels like it would be a lot just from a coding standpoint <laughs> for them to, to get that. So we'll have to see. And then the biggest opportunity for marketers on LinkedIn of uh, all of the things that have happened this year, what's the biggest opportunity in 2023, in your opinion? I'm going to still go with newsletters. I think really investing your energy into figuring that out and creating a pattern for your brand and your business, done. You're taking advantage of Google SEO and LinkedIn literally having an announcement saying we're even improving it beyond what I saw was already a great improvement. So when LinkedIn says we're improving it beyond, I'm like, then yes, I'm going to even myself relook at how many I've done and what I can create for the future. Okay. And then my pick might make you mad, but Ooh. I'm really excited for product pages if they can get the approval oh, process. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the idea that you could have a more detailed thing. And, you know, I always tell people when I'm working with them clients, it's like people are not searching for companies generally. They are searching for solutions, right? We all have a problem. We're looking for somebody to solve it. And so if I could have an SEO optimized page on LinkedIn that would also have a good chance of coming up in Google for products, I mean, that changes everything. And maybe they'll keep the approval process a tiny bit stricter. Maybe there's some extra hoops because obviously if there's a jillion of these, then, then it won't be as special anymore. But I'm excited for that. So I will allow you to be excited. Okay, Just kidding. Thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> if LinkedIn's listening, please help us give, either shorten or connect us closer to the final approval. Because I think I've had some sitting in the approval line for months. Well, make 2023 a massive year for whatever you're doing. Make sure to get your gift of confidence, a ticket to Social Media Marketing World. Right now, you can get that at socialmediamarketing.world. Judy, where can we discover more about you? 
It's J-U-D-I-F-O-X. You can find me on LinkedIn. Just look for my name, J-U-D-I-F-O-X. And I go by the hashtag Fox Rocks. So if you ever want to put in the search term, what's hashtag Fox Rocks up to? You can find all of my content in places that I am. Very nice. Definitely check Judy out. And if you want to add another podcast to your listening lineup, we have two for you to check out. The Web3 Business Podcast, as well as the Social Media Marketing Podcast. You can find those wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.